back to the Spill the Day Tay podcast. I'm your host, Reese. Join with me today, Jess. Hi, I'm Jess. Um, Brian and Aoife couldn't make it today, so we will be your temporary hosts. Today is also International Women's Day, so I would like to give a shout-out to my sister, Lula, because she's going to grow up to be epic. And I'd like to give a special shout-out to my mum, Roisin, because she's very hard-working and I love her. So this week, the theme is all about mindfulness and relaxation. So what's some things that you would do, Reese, whenever you want to feel relaxed or you're stressed? This is what I do. Come on from a, a long, hard day of working in the mind, a.k.a. school, and slam me door. Stick on some music. I love music. What's your favourite band? It has to be Queen, because like, I've just been listening to Queen for like ages. But like I don't like... like I like all our bands, but like Queen is just always there. Right, my top three favourite bands are Guns N' Roses, Foo Fighters, and The Cooks, in no particular order, because I don't know which... Do you have a favourite song? Favourite song, Junk of the Heart by The Cooks. Easy. Cool. Music is a thing that can let you zone out and take you to a different... Like, it takes you to a different place. Music lets you forget about all your troubles and let you relax and then just enjoy it. Well, I actually personally have my own wee routine for whenever I get stressed. So do you want to know the Jess routine? Go. Right, so I get home, I'll clean my room, like, put fresh bed sheets on, and then, like, I'll have a bath with candles and all in the dark, and I'll, like, blast music, and then I'll make food, go to bed, watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the best show to exist. What kind of food do you make, then? Well, my mum usually buys me pretzels from Lidl, so I'll just grab a pretzel, or else I'll make, I don't know, pizza. I still have to have a pretzel, you know. I will buy you one if you want. So, Reese, is there anything else that you would do to feel relaxed? Talk to people as well. Talking to people is really helpful. Yeah, talking to people can be very helpful because, like, you're not so lonely. So there's many different ways to relax yourself. Like, meditation is very helpful and very common. But if you're like me and you're not really in the meditation, and there's also, like, you can draw, you can listen to music, you can go ride a bike, you could go, like Jess said, take a bath with candles. There's many different things, so... If you think, oh, I, meditation's not for me, there's one for everyone. So if you aren't into the stereotypical ways of meditation, then drawing or listening to music can take you into that space and clear your head if that's what you're looking to do. They tell us more about meditation, relaxation and aromatherapy. We'll have Summer and Erin up next, interviewing our guest speaker, Naomi Kelly. Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Summer. And today we're here with Naomi Kelly. And we're here today to talk about aromatherapy. What is aromatherapy? So aromatherapy is basically the study of plants and they're like active um, oils that come out of those other compounds. So there's chemicals in all types of plants and those different chemicals react differently with us when we smell them or apply them topically like on our skin through like certain things or if we smell them in a candle or in a diffuser. And so aromatherapy studies that and how it helps us both like psychologically, emotionally, and also physically, like on your body for pain or relaxing or if you've got a cold or a flu. So have you ever had like your mum kind of use like albus oil that you would get and it smells like loads of eucalyptus when you've got a cold and it helps you breathe better? That's aromatherapy in easy terms. So how did you start this and get on to it? Oh, um, I actually started it, got about four years ago now, um, I was on a break from my normal job um, uh, when I was on maternity leave having my first son and I wanted to use loads of natural stuff in my house. I like all those kind of things, you know, and I didn't want to use like loads of chemicals around my house to do my cleaning and things. 
So I got some research uh, and I realized loads of people used essential oils for it. And then I got them in to like make all my stuff and be like a little mother hubbard when my new baby <laughs> came. Genuinely, I was 28 and just wanted to change sort of my lifestyle of how I did things. And so I bought a wee collection of them. And then when I had my first wee boy, I got like baby blues, like postpartum depression. And so loads of people told me to use the oils for smelling and relaxing and helping you. And voila, I did it and it really helped me, like crazy helped me. I was like super different um, and my mental health was like quite bad and it really, really, really lifted me. I did other things as well, but the aromatherapy was surprising and really, really good. So I applied them um, on like over my heart and was smelling them and was doing different things that people had taught me um, online. And then I realized they really worked. So I went and studied it um, and I did a course online. It took me two years. Do you think like the smell like affects your like mood? Definitely. So that's the, the thing that you study then um, really in depth. And it's all about your brain chemistry and like the chemistry of the plants. So the most popular one most people know is lavender. And you would use that for like relaxing and calming down. People put it in the bath or they smell it in a candle. And it's very popular now with like self-care and all. So in lavender, the actual chemical that would kind of help you like be sleepy or work with your brain chemistry is called linalool. And so these are all different compounds you get in every different type of oil. There's so many of them. They're called monoterpenes so it's a very sciencey side of it um so then when you smell something like a grapefruit oil that'd be the opposite and you would have loads of like um delimonene and like linalool and it would citronelle and it will help you uplift your mood and like you know when you open an orange and you get that really big smell and it's like oh, it just smells like summertime it's the idea of that and it evokes a, a memory as well so it can be a very big like um thing for if you have like a positive or a negative memory associated with a smell that would bring back a lot of those too. Um, that's a lot of studies are done on that. What do you think would be your favourite planter? Oh God, uh, my favourite <laughs> essential oil is actually frankincense. Normally people can't say one, but frankincense is my one. It reminds me of my childhood and um, I, we used to use it in like mass and church and stuff. And I'm not even really religious now, but I just love it so much. And the smell really calmed me down. It was the one that I used first with uh, like cardamom that you would have in like curries and stuff. It's like a herb and it, I used that along with like lavender and it's what helped me a lot. Those three through my postpartum stuff. So yeah, well, frankincense would be the one I would go to straight away. What health benefits can like certain smells like have for you? So most health benefits, a lot of the time I would say, yes, smelling's great for your mental health and things like that psychologically. Um, smelling's the best way to go for that. However, a lot of the times when it comes to like health benefits, so if you've got a pain like muscles, if you've got a cold, your baby's teeth and all that, I would usually advise people apply them like topically. So on your skin. So that's why you see a lot of like those creams that have lavender to help you go to bed. And like in my work, I would make like little roller balls and you would roll them under the feet and like wear Wherever it is it's sore and it usually has an instantaneous effect with certain oils and it's like peppermint will make your skin cold and help with you know things like that lavender helps with burns so lavender's a big one that's kind of where the term aromatherapy came from like i think it's from 1900s 1930s uh, a french practitioner he termed it aromatherapy because he claimed that lavender helped um, cure a massive burn on his body and that's where we started with this sort of using it in health practices have you got a favourite smell or anything you've ever noticed like that? Would you just have like a memory or something? I always ask people that question and I always get really funny answers. I would love to have like a major answer, but the only really like proper smell and thing I could think of is just like lavender. Yeah, but, but there's nothing else I could really... But there's lots of other things that you wouldn't think of. So like, you know how people love the smell of grass? 
or rain or things like that, those have chemicals in them which are active in essential oils and the plants themselves. So you actually do not notice that it works all the time, your sense of smell uh, all day, and you don't notice that it does a lot of things for you, you know, until somebody mentions them. The only other thing I could imagine a smell of is like when you open a new book. Yes, that's actually a word. I can't remember, but it has a word. I I love that that smell so much. That's just a chemical. It's in the the pages of the book, genuinely. And I know we we don't think about things in terms of chemicals. It sounds like a bad word, but everything is a chemical, you know, in that sense. And so, yeah, that's you're getting a certain sense of smell. It's evoking a memory, so it's very interesting. I would definitely say lavender too. Yeah, everybody loves a good bit of lavender because spray it on the pillow, like it's a big thing now, definitely to have that. And lemon would be a big one too. A lot of people would smell that and be like, oh, it's so uplifting or just really fresh, you know, there's a lot of things with cleaning, lemon's always in it and stuff, you know, so it's that fresh uplifting scent, which you feel clean. (laughs) So for like aromatherapy, a lot of people would use it in like meditation or in yoga. So when you go to those classes, people have it on in the background in a diffuser. So they're very complimentary. But as for like aromatherapy, yes, you can come to an actual like a certified aromatherapist and get a full like health plan if there's something that you're quite sick with a lot of people will come to me for things that are long-term illnesses to help support them because they can't take medication for five years etc you know and there's stuff that just doesn't help them or whatever and so they use both my stuff and they would go to their doctor as well and we would do a health plan together so it complements each other and they're using both plants and then pharmaceuticals to help so they've got a bit of both so this week we're looking into relaxing and meditation. How does meditation make you feel? So definitely the oils are part of the meditation. Loads of people would use them in like their classes and in yoga. And I personally have been got to quite a lot of meditation over the years. Uh, one of my favourite I went to was with a lady here in Derry. Um, I think her name's Anne, Dr. Anne. Um, but they're, you go in and usually you're in a group setting. And it really does like help you just calm down. Everybody's got their eyes closed. They've usually got essential oils on in the background. Uh, and usually they take you through a whole journey. So they speak while your eyes are closed. And um, I don't know, it's, it's, it is a hard thing to do, meditation. So definitely take time if you're looking to get into it. Don't be frustrated with yourself if you find your mind wandering or you feel like you can't do it and sit still. It takes a lot of practice, actually. That's something I've noticed. Um, but it definitely, once you've done it a few times, um, it's very calming, yeah, very relaxing. Your inner self, you know, has that less anxiety. You kind of have that, you relax your shoulders and your jaw, and it's lovely. Yeah, so accompanied with oils, they're great, and yoga and things like that are great. Um, do you think without it, like, everyone's mental health would be, like, different or something? I think, like, without the sort of self-care stuff that we have out now, I think people are talking about it more, and they're providing more opportunities for us to go to meditation, and this cold water therapy, and yogas, and having essential oil people, like, even in our small town in Derry, yeah, I think it's a big leap and a big step from even five years ago, like, when I started four years ago with the essential oils, there was one other essential oil practitioner in Derry, and no one ever used them, and now we're four or five years on and look at the range of stuff that we have available I think it's fantastic yeah I do think it's opening up a lot more doors and people don't feel as alone or just only have the doctor to go to they have other options to help them alongside you know going to the doctor as well so it's very interesting. You said earlier that you started it around when you were having the first child Mm -hmm. do you reckon your children have a scent that they may like or 
help them more than oh. they may help you? Or That's a great question. Uh, yeah, my wee boy, so he's only common four now in me, and he loves the essential oils. And I'm sure that's because of my job, of course, and he understands and knows that most kids wouldn't be they wouldn't be accessible to them. But he, yeah, he absolutely loves frankincense, probably because I wore it a lot when he was, uh, you know, I was breastfeeding or when he was born or whatever. And I did use that on him when he was first kind of born and we brought him home and stuff. Um, but he loves... Uh, quite strong smells like he'll go for things that are quite citrusy or like um he loves eucalyptus and my uh younger sister she's 11 she loves things like peppermint or blends that are to do with your sinuses just automatically she thinks they're a delicious smell so everybody's very different because i would never choose that i would always choose like grapefruit or something else so yeah everyone has their own and flowers are usually and it's not really in a sexist gender way it's more genuinely this is what i have noted and has been noted over aromatherapy for years florals are more interesting and appeal more to girls usually or people with more feminine qualities and uh the things like woody and like sandalwood or cedarwood or things that are more of a root oil comes from roots they would usually be more appealing to boys and they they gravitate towards them so there's that too it's very interesting we don't know why for someone that wants to learn more about it or know more about it where would you recommend for them to search it up oh, or read about it definitely online and um, we don't have loads very locally unless you're looking at like myself and a few other aromatherapists that we would share tips and tricks online you know social media instagram all that but to actually study it and do things there's some great places so you can do um there's smaller uh kind of cheaper quick courses you can do like center of excellence and places like that and udemy those are great like websites and they do great course courses to get you started straight away for all different areas of plants and herbs and aromatherapy um and then there's the national institute um for aromatherapy so you can go down that route and you can get fully qualified and go on to be a certified board aromatherapist so at the moment i've already done that and i'm studying to do clinical aromatherapy which means that i can work at the hospitals with people um, going through cancer treatments and things like that um you study really in depth then and you can kind of help help them with um relaxing and, and pains and things like that um when they've had too much medication or they're going through um quite difficult times so that's sort of where you can take it to the kind of highest level if you're looking to study it thank you naomi that was very useful information for us all thank you you're very welcome guys thank you so this week we were invited to a mental health event over at st Combs park house we met a bunch of other youth groups and we got a bunch of freebies and then we had a really good time while we were there, we got a few interviews, so let's listen to them. I'm Aaron, and today we're interviewing the mayor. Hi, Aaron. My name's Graham, Graham Wark. I'm mayor of the Area City and Cervantes District Council, and it's great to be here tonight in St. Collins Park House. Not to see, to see so many young people come together throughout the city and from all walks of life come together, especially after the, the past two years. Young people have really struggled during COVID, and the normality now coming back, I'm totally blown away tonight. They see everybody having a great time, talking about really important issues, and this is the way it should be now. They see this, but absolutely blown away. They see so many people throughout the city. Uh, do you think uh, we should do events like this here more often? This should be all the time, so it should. And uh, in the, the past two years, it was through um, Zoom's WebEx, you know, and it's it was quite difficult with the fisty fist and there was topics to talk tonight about obviously mental health which is a important is a important issue should be talked about a lot more now we can talk about these issues fisty fist and 
it was definitely here's a excellent venue they have it events like this here in the city and uh, fair play to EA for bringing everybody together Gavin all there but um we should be doing this all the time definitely hello my name is Aoife and today we are joined by would you like to introduce yourself yes I'm Gavin Dooney and I am the Okay, so Gavin, today we're going to ask you a few questions. Anyone would you like to go first? Um, so being a youth worker, how do you feel about young people being part of a podcast that's about mental health? Well, in terms of being part of a podcast, I think the more young people have the opportunity to talk and express their, their feelings, emotions, opinions um, of what's happening or what's going on in their lives, and especially with other young people. So young people speaking with other peer groups, um, especially young people suffering some mental health issues or health and well-being issues tend to have a lot of symptoms in terms of withdrawal in terms of not speaking out in terms of isolating themselves away from, away from each other Today we are invited to this year Youth Health and Wellbeing event and it's in St. Collins Park House and Gavin would you like to tell us why we were here? Yeah so this project came out of uh, Department of Communities funding and it was aimed at giving young people experience of planning and organising an event for others so looking at young people looking at key issues within the community and one of the key issues around emotional health and well-being. So there's young people here from Derry, Strabane, young people from the Glen, young people from your first on the box side, and young people obviously from Studio 2, and come together for the first time. That was a fantabulous answer. to you in the studio. Next up, we're going to have the Just for Laughs section. Tonight on our Just for Laughs, we're going to be trying to guess what food people are eating, but being blindfolded. So if they guess, listen to the sound. Viewer discretion advised. If you do not like listening to people eat, I would say click off and watch something else. Maybe watch some dogs running through a field because this might get intense. Okay, so now let's get on there just for laughs. Me and Janice have been split into different teams. Let's see who can guess the most foods correctly. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Mm. Is it a square bar? Aye. Hold on. Matthew here, I'm going to go next. Monster Munch. What? <laughs> it was the size of the bag. It sounded very airy. I think you know what? You definitely can see for us. No, swear to God, no, I don't see it. No, there's no way. What flavor? Purple. No. Yellow. In here, I'll go next. Is that an apple? What? That's so easy to guess. That was easy. Claire here, I'm gonna go next. Give us a clue. Um, they're chocolate? After eight. No. They aren't crunchy. After eight aren't crunchy? No. They're soft. I don't know. Wait, they are crunchy or they aren't crunchy? They aren't crunchy. No, the thing. No, no, they are. They are? No, the after eights aren't crunchy. A crunchy then? No. Oh. What? They are? I know, but... That's French corn crunchy, it's just got hard chocolate. Is it... <laughs> a Kit Kat? 
Oh, no. Maltesers? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I heard that. I think he was going to get straight away. Can you only add? Let's go, our team. We got four out of four. Don't think they're going to be able to beat that, honestly. Let's go. Because they can't. Hey, it's Jess here. Let's see if we can beat Reese's team. Who wants to go first? Car here, and I'm going to go first. Hmm. Is it like a sweet? Kind of. Like a chocolate? Yep. <gasps> Smarties! Yes! That was so good, Jess! I'm Aoife and I'm going next. See, crisps have a different type of crunch, so I do not think that that is a crust. And I can kind of smell it, so I think it's popcorn. You got that one right, Jess. Well done. <laughs> it's summer. I'm going to go next. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Ew, it's squishy. You see, it's not like a gummy sweet because they have like a different type of like squidge. Is this something that you put under a hot chocolate? Yep. Is it a marshmallow? You got it. Hi, it's Erin here. I'll go next. That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of something I had today. Is it a Cocoa Pop bar? No. But you're close. A square bar. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well done. Right, so it's a draw. We're gonna have to have a sudden death between me and Reese to see who the real winner is. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to our sudden death match. It is Ali here and I am seeing who the real winner is. So I'll eat first into this mic. Chops. Reese, you got it? <laughs> I got chops. <laughs> and Reese's team is the winner. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the word of the week. The word of this week is mucker. Mucker is basically your friend or your mate that you're close with. But they're usually younger than you. You wouldn't call someone who's older than you mucker. You can also use it in a sarcastic way if you're trying to take the hand out of somebody. For example, someone's try being really annoying. You just say, sorry mucker. Thank you for listening. The word of the week. So thank you all for tuning in and they spilled the tape podcast. We'll be back next week talking about the bad effects of drugs and alcohol. Goodbye. Good night.